0: Why this letter? Today's scripture reading is found in Philemon, or Philemon, verses 1 and 2, from, well, it's Mike's Amplified Version, which reads, Paul, small man, a bound captive of, for, or on behalf of Christ Jesus, anointed salvation, to Philemon, he who embraces, our much-loved and hard-working comrade, to Apphia, she who was cherished, our sister, also much loved. To our Kippus, horse whisperer, our comrade-in-arms. And to the Ecclesia, the living community of faith, filling every square inch of your household space. Karishumin kairene, grace to you and peace. Shalom, from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is God's word. So, why this letter? Trivial, insignificant, banal, unspiritual. These are some of the adjectives that have characterized the early church's reading of Paul's letter to Philemon, at least in the initial era of its interpretive history. Or so writes historian Demetrius Williams in his opening comments upon Philemon. Williams further quotes renowned scholar J.B. Lightfoot, who asserts that the ancient church did not lavish much attention on this letter because it was taken up with questions about life in this world and that, quote, the gospel is not concerned with trivia. Okay, sorry, I, I just almost coughed something up just typing that last sentence. The gospel is not concerned with trivia? Not a sparrow falls to the ground without the Father seeing and knowing and caring. And the very hairs of our head are numbered, even when we're fully follicled like Absalom. But the Gospel is not concerned with trivia. And for this reason, we didn't bother with Philemon or Philemon, because Philemon is trivial, insignificant, banal, and unspiritual. Sounds like this is actually a recommendation to pay close attention. For where else might God speak most profoundly than in what self-important theologians and experts regard as the trivial, insignificant, banal, and unspiritual? You know, like my life, or yours, or that of a runaway nobody of a slave like a certain Onesimus. Whose name, by the way, means utility or usefulness or benefit or functional or handy. How ironic that a letter concerned with a runaway slave named useful should historically be regarded as so useless. So useless, in fact, that many early collections of the New Testament didn't bother including it. Because of disputed authorship, because of a disreputable text, because of crass heresy, No, for the simple reason it wasn't thought important enough to be included. After all, here is no Romans or Galatians, not to mention a Corinthians. Here is no Ephesians or Colossians. Why, this isn't even a Thessalonians, either first or second. Here is a mundane, unremarkable letter of average length, as letters went in the Greco-Roman world, here is a mundane, unremarkable letter of average length as letters went in the Greco-Roman world, a mere 335 words in Greek arranged by us into 25 lines. That is the only one of Paul's extant letters not to make mention of, let alone to expound upon, the theme of God's mighty redemption in Christ through his death and resurrection. Not one overt mention. Not one explicit peep. So. Why this letter? And why spend three weeks upon this letter, which is what we propose to do? Typically, Philemon is a one-Sunday tack-on to a study of Colossians, with which it is most closely associated, or one Sunday out of four devoted to the one-chapter books of the New Testament, the others being Second John, 3 John, and Jude. Surely, one Sunday will do. If, in fact, such a trivial, insignificant, banal and unspiritual ancient missive warrants even that much of a spotlight. Why this letter? Well, because God is a God of the trivial, the insignificant, the banal, and the unspiritual, which is why we all matter so much to Him, and why our trivial, insignificant, banal, and unspiritual lives matter to Him as much as they do and God is passionately and infinitely interested in a trivial, insignificant, banal, and unspiritual runaway slave. After all, he rescued an entire nation of them, calling them his firstborn son. Why this letter? Because as that last sentence indicates, though explicit and overt treatise on redemption in Christ may be lacking here, the implicit layers of meaning when seen and absorbed yield an explosive energy comparable to a theological atomic bomb. It was just one lone insignificant plane flying over Hiroshima that day in August of 1945 with one lone seemingly insignificant bomb, rather ironically called Little Boy, by we who delivered it. Behold, the Little Boy of Paul's letters, yielding a spreading fallout of healing and redemption and reconstruction on personal, corporate, and systemic levels that continue and will continue to ripple out right into our own households and churches and nations two millennia later, and counting. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, It takes three minutes to read all 25 lines of Philemon. Read it from your favorite translation. What do you see and hear in this letter? What questions does it raise? What immediate application jumps out for you today? Lord, thank you that you are the God of the trivial, the insignificant, the banal, the unspiritual, Thank you that you care about sparrows that fall and despise slaves who run away and lives and moments and identities that no one will immortalize for generations to come, even through such a mundane and brief letter as Philemon. Draw me into the layers of meaning awaiting me in this letter. And even more importantly, draw me into such a divine heart that sees and so values the trivial, the insignificant, the banal, the unspiritual, that I, with you, may see cosmic usefulness in what others pass by as useless along the way. Through your mercies.